Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hey, it's your boy Slide Whistle! <coughs> tis I, immunization. And it is I, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And this is the beginning of a new era with new computer and new Blue Yeti microphone. So everyone, I know you'll miss it deeply, but last episode was the very last one with my Bob Barker stick microphone. Bum, bum, bum. That's right. For 100 episodes, Aaron held two microphones in his hand, double fisting them as he spoke into each to your ears. I would just go really quick back and forth between them because I only record in mono. So I wanted to make sure you got that coverage in both of your ears. I mean, that, that is a lot of dedication for the first hundred episodes. I feel like it was the proper groundwork to get us to where we are currently. But welcome to the Blue Yeti Squad. Yeah, boy. Remember when he would put it in a cup? <laughs> yes. Yes, I remember when I tried putting it in a cup. It didn't work. I had all sorts of shenanigans. I bought like 17 parts. There was a serpentine amount of wires to get it working on my laptop. Uh, next time, maybe you should empty the cup of your alcohol before you put the microphone in. <laughs> Carlos! But enough <laughs> magic school bus. I'm going to magic school you in some discussions about the world of Azeroth. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Second Life because I wanted to talk about Second Life. Okay, yes. So everyone, this is the second time we're recording this beginning. And the first time it naturally segued itself into Second Life. This time, it's much more awkwardly doing so. <laughs> um, I just want to play it again. That's really all I have to say about it. I just want to remind yeah. everybody that I want to play Second Life again. I had a strange, thin, pale, <laughs> slender man adjacent gentleman named Pickles and Peanuts who fell into the void through the geometry and died a million deaths in one second. But I received an email recently that he got hacked, so I'm going to have to make a new second or third life. You know, I don't know what the occasion was that it was just the two of you guys that started playing Second Life without me, but it sounds like he fell into the... The Second Life's version of the Maw there. Yes. What is the Jailer with his tall self and his weird, lanky, pasty form, if not Warcraft's version of Pickles and Peanuts himself? You know, I could kind of see the Jailer being someone's like original character they created for Second Life. I can kind of see it if you look at him. All right. That, uh, that fulfills our Second Life ad promo. All right, Immune, read that review for us. So, yes, we have a review this week from friend of the pod, Tyre... Well, I will say it. it's it's a thank you slash fuck you for this because it, <laughs> it's a it's a nice review, but it also provides a curse upon this episode. And he starts it off by saying a lot of people say they like WoW, but few love the game as much as these three. If you ever wanted a friendly, laid back and very funny conversation about every inch of content WoW has to offer from news on the latest mythic race to the best strategy for your Dark Moon pet battle dailies, this is your one stop shop. And let's not forget their best segment, Sexiest NPC of the Week. Boys, if your shot for reading this review is Chicago's finest liquor, okay, that is um very not true, but he is referring <laughs> to Jepson's Malort. So as a couple year natives there, can you let the audience who doesn't know the magic of Malort in on why it's so special? Okay, so there's like this tradition where when you first move or visit Chicago, People, you know, say that, like, this is like you're welcome to the city and they either like give you a bottle of it or at least buy you a shot of it. And about, I think about half the time they like try to pass it off as like, oh, my God, it's this great thing. Or like, honestly, it's the worst alcohol I've ever had. It's basically Chicago's special way of hazing newcomers. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very honored that you have never uh, tricked me into malording. I thought we did. No, I managed to get away without ever malorting. Well, now that you told us that we're going to malort you, you fool. Oh, well, it sounds like it sounds like tires buying me my own malort. So I'll get malorted, not even in the city. Fair enough. But he finishes off his review by saying that if we take 
a shot of Malort for this review. He will donate $50 to the Mermaids charity plus one charity of Do Not Relent's choice. So we need to like brainstorm this a little bit. Well, unfortunately for Tyre, I recently created a charity of my very own called the Do Not Relent Charity for the Boys. So I can't wait to receive this Venmo from Tyre to our personal foundation to help the poor and downtrodden us after having to take this shot. This computer was pretty expensive, Tyre. Thanks for making that direct donation towards recouping my losses. I mean, we're, we're joking. We'll think of something. But, okay, I'd like to read the back of Malort's bottle. It says, Jepson's Malort has the aroma and full-bodied flavor of an unusual botanical. Its bitter taste is savored by two-fisted drinkers. Basically, heathens and miscreants are drinking this shit. So fuck you, Tyre, but also thank you for the very nice review. Yes, thank you very much for the five stars and the monies. Go support the Mermaid Project. But I guess here we go. Let's uh, cheers to this review with this shot of Malort. I'll let you drink first and give a nice little reaction. I'll drink drink mine second. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, Okay, the immediate taking of the shot, it, it doesn't taste as bad as some of the other shots are taken, but I'm remembering now that Jesus Christ, it leaves an aftertaste for like a year and a half. <laughs> and yeah, it's I still taste it in the back of my throat. But it basically, the aftertaste is as if you found an old tire and licked it. So perfect from, from, from tire with tires. Also, I'm getting nervous over here. I felt like the person who has to go next on a presentation. And so I'm holding my shot like, please let me drink this. Please let me get it over with. Uh. Wow, that was it. That was, honestly wasn't... There it is. There's the, yeah. It's like a grapefruit. Ugh. Yeah, and the, like the initial part is a little like botanical, as in air quotes, as they say it, but then the aftertaste is still there. So I need to wash it down with this vodka cranberry. So it's kind of like they just took a bag of leaves and blended it down in the water. Well, do you take it over there, Aaron? What are you doing? Well, yes, I do not have my Malort as of yet and could not get it here in Michigan. So I'll be taking a shot of Smirnoff birthday cake. vodka because i couldn't find caramel which is my ultimate least favorite so here goes the second least favorite oh oh that's yucky (laughs) it reminds me of this time that our friend Allie bought us a round of shots to celebrate someone's birthday and she bought us a a, like a round of pinnacle whip is that what it was yeah like whipped cream flavored shots like why would you do that someone was having an epiphany over there Hello, uh, say hi to the people of the podcast, Maria. We're 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 live on the air right now. What do you What do you have to say? They can't see you, but they can hear you. You're oh. making history now. Hi. Hi. Okay. Do you have anything to say before I have to let you go? I love you. I love you too. I miss your face. Okay, I miss your face too. I call you back after you're the so pod. Handsome. Bye. I love you. You're, you're so handsome. Okay, I'm gonna hang up though. Okay, I'm gonna hang up on you. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Wow, we had a whole <laughs> bunch of things that we were about to do for this episode, but it does not matter because this is the one where Slide's mom calls in. <laughs> she uh, anyway, let's talk about wow because I was gonna go on a segment, but we have we have so much to go through. Next caller. Oh, <laughs> uh, it seems like my Graham Graham is on the line. Please, everyone, have your moms call in, except don't because that was actually really disruptive to my train of thought. My mom actually recently, <laughs> we were talking about podcasts. She's like, how many listens does it have? And I said the number and she said, that's Big Bear. You need to be talking about it more. I'm like, well, I mean, it's a video game podcast. She's like, you're selling yourself short. You should. So I'm pretty sure my mom is going to be talking to her colleagues. Like, you should listen to my son's World of Warcraft podcast. Because if there's one demographic that like we already have on lock, it's, you know, the moms. Yep. Next caller. Let's talk about how kind and generous, or maybe not so generous, the Great Vault was to our sweet little bodies. Ooh, the Great Vault. Ugh. That was my favorite part of this week was reaching deep within its confines and grabbing gear. Wait, so did you get anything good? Or, or was it like, like, what were your options? Were they hot options? My or did say- option was a 200 trinket. 
that, if I remember correctly, did something like when you do enough damage to people, it goes in this trinket. And then after a while, it can release the beast and it comes out and hurts people for 10 seconds. I don't remember what it was called or a 200 eye level cape, which was the bigger eye level upgrade for me. So I took that. So I just got a cape. Hot drapery. I ended up getting a 200 eye level pair of shoes. It was not my highest eye level upgrade, but the other ones just weren't most the most ideal upgrades for my raid set. They would have been ideal for like my either my PvP or like Mythic Plus set, but since we were raiding later that night, I was like, you know, I I want a little more mastery for that. I reached in and I I had to go sim my shit because I was like, I don't know what the fuck's better. And I simmed it all because apparently Raidbots now has a setting where you can look at your Great Vault stuff and you can apply it to like your DPS setting. And I I simmed everything and I was like, okay, so these hands that are 207 seem like the best thing for me right now. And then I went back and looked on my fucking sim and I was simming for Dungeon Slice, which means that you're simming for AoE, not single target, which is what I always sim for. So I think my sim got fucked up, but these are still my best in slot gloves for PvP so i think i'm okay with my decision i think it's fine i think it's cool the great fault kind of feels like it makes the not so much available gear kind of worth it because i had a very hard time picking you know yeah i agree i think that it's a really really good um way to deal with our weekly rewards now i will say that so far it is one for one i'm providing better options than that fucking chest last expansion (laughs) yeah just the even if further down the road it's like oh everything that comes out of the great vault isn't that useful at least giving me the option to choose it makes me feel better than just here's something Here's the same trinket you have on. Go home. Yeah, here's the same uh, wrist piece that you are wearing and we've given you for the last three weeks. Yeah, that shit was crazy. So I was I was like, I need to make sure I get every other piece of gear before I open this fucking vault. Because I know that it's going to, the minute that I pick a piece out of the great vault, what's going to happen? My dungeon weekly for doing four mythics is going to give me the same slot. <laughs> But better because if you do your dungeons this week, you you get fucking you get heroic castle Natria. Also, I, I want to say castle Nyalotha because it's both ends. It's really hard. Girl, I got like an eye level two fifteen belt, <clears throat> chunky. Yeah, I got a great upgrade for mine too. I also did this before I reached into the vault just to be sure. And then there's the world boss. It's also up. So I actually, the world boss was actually kind to me and gave me gear for the first time since the first like three months of BFA. So I walked out with a fucking great vault piece. I walked out with a heroic Castle Nathria piece and a fucking the 207 like ring or something from this bitch. I love it. Yeah, I was just going to say that um, I got a lot of gear in like the first day of the reset as well, because during those four mythic dungeons, each of them, I got an eye level upgrade on one of my pieces in one of my two sets, and then my heroic reward, and then my great vault. The world boss, fuck the world boss. Honestly, fuck all the world bosses right now. I'm really mad about it. That's I'll talk more about that later though. But yeah, I got 20 whole gold, baby. I got a legendary. I'm actually getting a lot of legendaries now that I have complained about them. And it's making it where I need to start thinking about doing Torghast, which I wasn't against, but it was definitely lower on my list. But I was like, oh, I can't hold all these magic orange pieces. I got to actually do something with them now. You got to hang on to them. I got to make them. I got to put them on my body. Also, is I assume there's a legendary limit. You can only wear so many. I believe it's just wearing one at a time right now, but oh, the, the, ru- shit, the rumor. Then. <laughs> no, but the rumor around town is that eventually you'll be able to wear more. They just don't know when. Wait, wait, what did you do, Aaron? Did you what? What happened? I mean, nothing much other than I've turned them into the rune carver, so they exist, and oh, I have okay. the materials. I just don't have the soul ash to make them. But I had, I have like three fire mage legendaries that I can make. So I was like, I'm going to make them and be super powerful. But now I need to actually balance them. Yeah, I mean, it, it might turn out that like if you look, you, I think at least for Holy Priest, Wowhead has a guide that describes like the best ones and like what aspect of the game they're good at because it's different depending on like raid mm-hmm. and mythic plus PVP, whatnot. But thanks, Great Vault. So far, this system gets Aaron's thumbs up. 
it's also kind of funny though i i did see this on twitter some people were like um these are my great vault options and the options were four capes and it's like that sucks but i mean i get it if you don't have time but you also only did get four bubbles because that never was gonna do pvp right but it's like you could have done some like arena and just gotten some more pieces mm-hmm. i feel like the chances are very low to have four cape options presented to you though Oh, no, it, it, someone did the math and the odds, like, out of all the fucking pieces, like, think about that. Like, think of how many pieces there are. It's super low. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> but it didn't happen to us, so we don't care that much. That's the <laughs> important part, is that the people on the show got good drops. Until next week, when all three of us get rec- finger options for the same ring that we already have on. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for the first time in, the, like, the last three expansions, I have rings that I'm happy with for both of my sets right now. This is like now that I've said it, like that's another curse that that brought upon us. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I won't say out loud because I know it's a curse. But let's just dive on into what else we got up to in WoW this week. Aaron, what did you get up to? This week in WoW, I finally explored other parts of Ouroboros and found cool cosmetic options. Apparently, there are three or four representatives from the different covenants who just sit there and sell you things from them based on your friendship level with that covenant. So I got like a cape from the Ardenwell. Then I got my Sinstone from my boys, the Revendreef. And it's really neat, except I today found the same Revendreth NPC just out in Revendreth. So I guess they pull double duty just if you're lazy, which works for me because I'm lazy. I don't want to go to the zones to find these guys. Yeah, I mean, you were telling us about this other day, and I totally did not know that you could um, see the rep vendors in Oribos. So I'm going to have to check them out. I actually have not looked at any of the other Covenant's options. So I have, I have casually been grinding rep for all of them. So mm-hmm. I probably can buy something. Yeah, but other than that, it was just a lot of rep grinding, catching up with the story. I am officially caught up with that as of today. And now the rest of this week, I just really need to focus on maw business because I have been neglecting that in a major way. It's hard to convince yourself to go there, honestly. I mean, like, I always Mm. have a fun time once I'm there, but like, just it's like going to the gym, you know, it's like, except I don't go to the gym. I do go to the maw. It's that's, exactly that's, that's DNR's uh, sec- first shirt idea. <laughs> I don't go to the gym. I go to the mall. But that was really my week. Just catching up immunization. What was your week in WoW like? Well, this week in WoW, I was busy doing all the normal daily things like my callings and just other world quests. I also am current on the Revendreth Venthyr Covenant storyline, and we finally got our fucking mount this week that every yes, other Covenant apparently got. <laughs> we got our big <laughs> chunky bear boys. Yeah, I feel like every other Covenant got theirs like day one. I'm like, where the fuck's mine? Um, and then I am, I believe, almost caught up on my Hunter's Covenant storyline in the Night Fae, and you know, I, I'm I was I made it to the part where. Spoilers, I guess, if you are not caught up on that, that you chase Taronda in, into the Maw. And it's, like, pretty fucked up about, like, all the souls of the Night Elves that died in the burning of Teldrassil. They're just, like, being held in the Maw and, like, all formed into the, like, this giant amalgamation mm-hmm. of, like, dead Night Elf souls. I'm like, what the fuck? But other than that, I, you know, did all my Torghast as well, which I have not done Torghast this week yet. I hear it's a lot harder this week, especially for healers and tanks. And I feel like that really negatively impacts Holy Priest because I feel like the nerfs to, to healers were probably not in regards to Holy Priests. They're probably more so in regards to like Disc Priests that can actually do damage more so. So I feel like it's going to be kind of rough on me this week, but we'll see. Oh, I also got my first legendary item on my hunter before even getting it on my main, my priest, which is oh, fucked no. up. I'm yeah. sorry that earlier part seemed even worse. Where I was like, I'm fucking drowning in them now. So, like, 
I, I got like some drops for some recipes, but then like every, all every place I look online or, or like never use this one. It's bad for every part of the game. And then like my two best best legendaries are from like killing Daddy D and then from a world boss. Um, and the world boss is the one in Bastion. And so far we've gotten first week Maldraxxus is world boss. Second week week Ardenwield's world boss. I assume next week will be Revendreth. So then it's sort of like. Two more weeks until I can even get that like second best legendary, and then I don't think our guild is gonna kill Daddy D for a, for a little bit. So, but yeah, other than that, all of us got together and hunted some crystals in Bastion with uh, Ooh, Tyre yes. and Yabiag. Right? Does that? Yes, Yabiag. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe is his his known nomenclature. Or as Katic calls him, Obi. She's been calling him Yobi for for like the past like three days. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They hit it off, though. Um, they, I was, like, on a call with them, and they were just talking about their cats back and forth for, like, 25 minutes. But, yeah, Slide, what did you do this week in Wowzers? Well, I was off all last week, so I literally only played WoW. Uh, I did so much stuff. I got my Death Knight geared up. He's so fucking powerful because we also did Tyre's alt raid uh, on Sunday, and my fucking Death Knight was pulling numbers that were equal to or sometimes higher than my geared feral druid because apparently unholy dk is busted right now or it was it busted the top dps in the game apparently it's they ended up nerfing the mastery by 20 percent, which i think i might have said last week i think i might have known that was happening because my unholy dk from bfa was already mastery statted and he just kept getting more mastery so he was just killing it but it's his pet power um but it was okay we we cleared two bosses people were relatively chill except for this weird shaman who was kind of being a dick sometimes but it was hype yeah i feel like everyone had a good time and it definitely i feel like there were like four or five guildies that were there and i feel like every guildie got some kind of loot drop which was good and then you know just overall experience for us which helped us this week in raid i actually think every guildie that was there got something except for me but it makes you feel any better immune i did craft my third legendary because i crafted one on my unholy dk that makes a super zombie so that was pretty cool (laughs) Why would that make me feel better? It makes you feel any better. It's, it wasn't. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice to know that your friends are getting ahead. If it, if it makes you feel any better, it was like my fifth legendary, so it's not like anywhere near my best one. Fair enough. It was okay. Um. So yeah, but now I've kind of just like shelved my Death Knight. I haven't really touched him. I've been doing a lot of Feral Druid uh, arenas. Me and Immune are like fourteen fifty eight in twos. So we have that sweet, sweet combatant. I think it's combatant. It's combatant and challenger. Yeah. So we are combatant level, which made our gear a little higher for our great vault. And I don't know. I feel like we're learning a lot about arena, which is insane because nobody tells you shit. There's no guides about arena. There's just like how to play your character, but no one tells you how to get better at it. You have to just learn it and it sucks, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is fun. I had a fun time, but you know what? There are even less guides about how to play battlegrounds. I think we could write the guides and they'd be like pretty kind of okay. Like if you're on Seething Shore, just try to sneak the node because for some reason, Horde never, ever goes for the fucking crystals. And I don't know why that is. I don't know either, but like reliably, Alliance wins that one. And it's because Horde just don't know how to stick to the objective. But it's going to be interesting this week because they're, this week's uh, event is Raided Battlegrounds. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to going into there. I don't know. Raided Battlegrounds are already a Wild West. I am personally afraid to go in there sometimes. And if you wants to come with me, and then I'm like, I got to vouch for him. And I got to back him up when they attack him. Because people, and most people in Raided Battlegrounds can be so toxic i feel like there's like generally like half of them are just like dicks and just the way it goes and now that they made it an official quest which i guarantee you there's no fucking way that this has ever been a quest before to do raid of battlegrounds there's no way people are gonna be in there completely lost like in regular battlegrounds which isn't that different from raid of battlegrounds but they're gonna get flamed and i'm so afraid for all the people who are gonna get turned off forever from rbgs because of how toxic they can be because people are already turned off and don't want to go in there. Yeah, I, feel like, I saw yeah. that in Oribos, and I was like, "I'm just gonna, just gonna skip out on that for, for now." 
I feel like Amin has watched me personally like type something angry to somebody who is yelling at me. Like I've, I've, I think I pretty much get into a whisper fight with one person every single time I do one of them, and it's absurd. So best of luck if you're out there trying to do them. It might be okay. Honestly, the key is to make your own group say, YOLO, I don't know what I'm doing. And people will sign up who also don't know what they're doing. And people seem to be always more accepting in groups that are just called YOLO. That's it. Maybe this will bring some nice people in. Being a little hopeful, but probably not going to happen. It'll turn their hearts dark. It'll just overall make WoW a more toxic place. Oh, oh, I forgot. So I was doing a lot of Torghast too on both characters and we got a I got a Torghast shout out from Shamuni, a shaman on Proudmore, who I feel like we've interacted with before, but my memory's shit, so I can't exactly remember. But they whisper no they I was typing in general chat like I always do in Torghast on my Druid Wild Seed. No, I was on my Death Knight Allen this time. And they just said high slide. And I was like, oh, which one of my which one of the guildies is like in chat? Nobody online is named Shamuni. I thought it was Champ at first. I was like, but Champ's been gone for like a year and a half, so it couldn't have been Champ. And then they whispered me and they said, still loving the podcast. I was like, oh god, it's a podcast listener. So if you're listening, thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I, I upgraded my building. Now, this might be a contentious thing. Uh, what did, did you guys end up upgrading your building with the souls you got from the mall? Or are you saving them for next week? I upgraded. I upgraded the... I decided to go with the Anima Conductor. I upgraded the Teleport Network. The Mirror Network. Oh, I wanted to I wanted to fucking upgrade my fungal network with with uh, sexy grandpa so bad because I want to get closer to that fucking or orbital teleport. But I ended up also upgrading my animal conductor because my beam that's going to like permanently affix to an area and make it like a permanent anima. I'm like two days away from having no more options. So I was like, I guess I have to so I can keep my animal stream going. But I hovered over that fucking button over daddy, granddaddy mushrooms sex circle for so long. That was quite the description. That's what it feels like. He has me riding. I swear to God, every day I ride him. I don't know if I ride him or if I ride inside of him, but like for the past seven days straight, he just gives me the one where you kill 30 people by like doing like the, the on rails shooter and i'm like this is fine i'll do it but like don't you want to give me another quest like i don't know like, it's the same one that i mean it looks pretty easy is in my top five least favorite is that the one with the dragon um no you're like in the ground and you like target like roots and the roots you just target the roots on the enemies it takes literally like mm. 10 seconds to do it's so fast Never mind. There's an Ardenweld one where you're on like a fungal dragon and it's like shoot down 40 bugs and the bugs have the tiniest hitbox and you can hit maybe two if you're lucky. It's just like uh, I feel like it's an example of like this one takes a long time, but not because it's complicated, just because it takes a long time. I, I've never seen a world quest that does that. So I guess I'm not doing enough world quests then because that sounds interesting, but also bad but also interesting. I will say that like, even though the world quests do take a while sometimes, I appreciate that like, I feel like in this expansion, they're definitely switching it up. And other, there are a lot of really weird ones. Other than the Revendreth one where you have to kill 12 Ash Ghouls and chain eight spirits and bring them back to a woman. I've done that one every day without fail. I'm like, really? We got to do this again? Listen, they really don't like to be in chains. <laughs> She's like, in they chains. wiggle their way out so easily. Well, when we come back, we're going to be discussing week two of Castle Nathria. But before that, here's Growlina to distract you while we go pee. Salutations, bats and ghouls. Growlina coming to you from deep, deep within the heart of the Venthyr base, Sinfall. I'm here with my associate, Alinwan. Alin, 
Why do you think only our hallowed halls were chosen to have the Feast of Wintervale Spirit? Clearly, we're just the best choice. Blizzard knew that the vast majority of smart people would pick Venthyr, and so they gave them this holiday cheer to reward them. I couldn't have said it better myself. Do you believe that this is the start of an ongoing tradition? Will we be seeing bunnies and eggs in the spring? Or bonfire juggling in the summer? I should hope so. I grew so tired of partying with dwarves and old and played out humans. This year I'm looking forward to a tall, gray, and handsome vampire man for my love is in the air. <laughs> it's like you're speaking directly through my mind. Until we here at GOTP see you again. Stay beautiful, DNR me. Well, it's good news and bad news out here. The bad news, the Lizzie McGuire revival's not coming back. The good news, we are. Here's the second half of the show. Wait, I have a few questions. There was going to be a Lizzie McGuire revival? Yes, it was going to be on Disney+. Plus. They filmed two episodes of it, but today Hilary Duff put out a statement saying that it was not going to happen because, quote, the character wasn't true to what Lizzie would be. Oh, so she shut it down. Yes, and based on Lizzie McGuire, or based on Hilary Duff's background, something tells me she was maybe a little too hip and modern for Hilary's liking. Probably. That's sad, though. You got me really excited and then really sad, like, in such a short period of time. Well, I know what would cheer you up. How about some good old classic Ray drama? Ray drama! So this week was our first week of dividing into two teams. And if you remember last week, I was being pulled into an officer meeting basically as we spoke. Uh, and after a long and I, you know what? I kind of really appreciate the officer meetings. I'm not going to go into details because I don't know who's listening to this. I don't want to blast anybody. And even though I kind of did last week. Usually I feel like in officer meetings that kind of happen, people beat around the bush and are kind of just like, well, maybe we should not be doing. No, 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 no. Uh, people were called out as the most confrontational as a meeting could be. <laughs> it was. So it was spicy. Um, and we basically had to figure out how to divide the two teams while keeping everybody happy, but still being fucking realistic about being in groups. Because, you know, you have to divide a group by DPS and by officer status equally. Yeah, and the initial groups that were presented last week were not that. So It was it was very much a uh, a team win and a team B, which by the way, you owe me money immune because I did manage to sneak a go team B in there, but then was pulled back into team A, making my actions seem like a real butthole. So like, yeah, um, because you, 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 I think what happened was you originally went into the, our group that you, that you were supposed to be in, said go team B, and then you left immediately to go join the other group. But then you're, you did belong in that group. So I was really confused, but I was like, huh, okay. But then as it turned out, I think we actually are team B. I mean, okay, hey, that's also really funny that I didn't even catch Aaron did that, Aaron did that during Ray. I, I yeah. caught it. I, <laughs> I, I went in there. I was like, go team lesser. And then I um, was told that I was being bounced back up. So I immediately left. And they were probably like, that asshole. Oh, man. So we worked, I say we, Lynn worked really hard to divide the two teams to be equal DPS, which I would honestly say he did. I would say that they were, they obviously could be equaler now because people had joined. Like our friend Tyre, he joined uh, Team 2 and he did pretty good DPS. You know that when I saw both Warcraft logs, I poured through both sets to see what was going on in there. Yeah, and then we, so like they got Tyre on their team, but then there were a few other people who joined Day Of. And like, that's not a big deal because like that's the whole reason that we divided into two to, to begin with so that everyone who wanted to raid could raid. But I feel like we got like, these people who 
like were they just freshly max level because they were like barely like 160 eye level i'm like Ooh, it's a little cutting it yeah so like the eye level average of the both groups was skewed because of last minute joiners but group two's eye level average was like 187 uh we had about like six or seven people that had like eye level like 164 to like 169 which is fine like some people don't have the time to play the game right and so it's understandable but it's also like it's very obvious that we have the lesser eye level team that we need to like work a little more with so i'm not really mad about it because we're gonna these bosses are gonna be, go down either way and it's good that we can get everybody in it's just a matter of if we can get the dps a little more even that way it's you know it's a little more pepper for everybody yeah and we were talking about it a little bit last night but slide was saying that overall it's better because it's two smaller groups and i think we did feel that definitely on our bosses so far last night we'll see tonight as we start pulling some new bosses but like definitely we down we down shriekwing really easily with was our group 15 people i believe it was it was 17, 18, 18? Eight, yeah 18 was the count that i heard at some point yeah, because we, we inherited a bunch of people who were like last minute joining, which is great because now we can keep them on as raiders, keep them geared, or I guess get them geared, and then keep them geared. But like last week, we killed two bosses a night. This week, we killed four bosses on our first night, which is great. Team two killed five bosses, almost killed their sixth boss. But again, there's so much higher eye level average that, I mean, it just makes sense, right? Like, in addition to just being higher eye level, they also have four out of five of the click of tryhards. So, Ooh, it's true it's though. Awful sweaty over there. I can feel the perspiration. <laughs> Listen, all that fucking matters is that your boy Wild Seed was the top damage for. Well, okay, for one of the fights, I was top damage, but I was second place on the other like three. So I will also like to state for the podcast that the other group initially named their raid team. What did they, what did they name it, Slide? They are Team Ramrod, in a reference to Super Troopers. So we decided to name our group Team Rod Ram. Which I believe is also a reference to Super Troopers. I'm pretty sure there's a Rod Ram in Super Troopers. <laughs> I've never seen Super Troopers, but I thought it was really funny. <laughs> it's been a while, but it's a very it's two very good names. <laughs> But it seems right now, it, see, now what I was concerned about, I was worried that it was going to get competitive. The people were going to be talking shit in guild chat. And I guess in Whispers, it could be happening. Because when we first had this meeting, basically, we were, we were the, the officers were having a friendly, like, well, we're going to win, we're going to win. And then uh, we, we made, like, some, like, wagers or whatever just between us. But then we were like, we're not going to bring them up, like, personally. Because I, I said, it's kind of obvious that we're still going to be Team B, even though we have good raiders. It's just how it shakes out, right? They have people who do mechanics, like, crazy every single time. But I said, we may be Team B, but we have no pressure at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, yeah. honestly, we exceeded I, what this group could do. I felt like we were very chill, too, which was nice. And um, Slide turned to me during it. He was like, oh, we're the quiet team. Like, because, like, the other group had the people that are always talking. And then, like, they had, like, Dolly, who was always, like, shitposting. Yeah, so it's it's kind of odd because like we have to kind of step up and be like we can talk because like we do, but like we we normally type because everyone's talking. So like, but but yeah, I'm interested to see how we are able to do. I just really want to see and be Daddy D. I want this fucking legendary guys. <laughs> but on the first night, we you know as Slide said, we down four. So Shriekwing fell over, I believe, on our first pull. Huntsman. I think we killed him very quickly on our it second pull. Yeah, it was the second pull. Which is actually hilarious because the reason why we did so good, I'm not going to lie, Tyre's alt raid that basically taught us exactly how to trap the beasts in the corner. We used that same strat because no one else knew, and to be fair, I didn't know before Sunday, that you had to like trap them like with ice trap or with like a big CC because we did that and it was a cakewalk. It was so much easier than last time. And I guess having literally... 15 people or 18 down from 30 also makes it easier because people aren't throwing out like AOE to dots and whatever. Yeah, but it, is, it definitely felt easier. And then 
After that, we made our way to. Oh God, I always like the just very slightly destroyer. Yeah. yeah, that that guy. I always like slightly miss up his name. Also, yeah. Once we decided, like as Aaron said last week, as we we like finally got to our strategy after like four or five different slight changes. Like yeah, now we just all group up in two groups, and then we're we're fine. The first pull, easy easiest. Yeah, because I feel like we really struggled as a group of thirty on hungering destroyer last week. It felt painful and i'm i'm not gonna lie i don't watch videos i always should watch videos i know i should watch videos i just love the mystery of walking in and learning a fight even though it's detrimental to literally everybody because i feel like i am a person who normally will call out a mechanic that i'm sick of people fucking up but i only do it when i fuck it up by learning it 18 million times yeah no i mean i also like the the thrill of learning a boss on the fly but yeah, I, I I wish some people would look into some mechanics beforehand <laughs> sometimes. Well, since we're, let's not beat around the bush. Let's talk about my least, honestly, am I even going to lie, guys? This is my least favorite raid boss of any expansion I've raided in. And I may be asking, if you're new, how many raids have you raided in? Okay, we only started at Hellfire Citadel, but that's still a lot of people. That's a lot of bosses. For me to be, for me to be able to say, this one is my least favorite one ever, and it's fucking Kael'thas. Katie? It's so boring. And I will say, every time Slide says that this is his least favorite, he's like, oh, I hate this fight. And I'm just like, hmm, okay. This is like, basically, uh, it, it's like a healer fight. And like, Okay, yeah, yes, slide. Like, he's making faces like he's really upset. You did a lot of healing during that win, which, like, is one of the main reasons why we were able to clear that one. Yes, but it's still a healer fight. So, like, all the pressure is mainly on us healers. I'll let Aaron speak before I go off on him. It was interesting. I know I was one of many. We had people that were forsaking some DPS for healing opportunities. I saw Slide as a bear on one of the pedestals, and I was sitting there, hands on my hip, tapping my foot like, finish up, I gotta go donate some blood. We were all very dedicated. And then every time I'd get too overzealous, I'd start donating, and a giant rock man would pound the floor, so I'd get 0.7 seconds in, and I'd be like, oh, That's the worst part! Aaron, I swear to God, I never... In all of our polls, which was five polls, by the way, I never got a full cast off. I never got six stacks of the Sun King's bullshit because either a stupid occultist would punch me with their spell or the Gargoyle Smash would go off or Kael'thas would be like, I'm coming down from my pedestal now as I was channeling in bear form. Yeah, it is annoying. I mean, and like, granted, I probably should have channeled more often on the pedestal, but I would just like heal him like with my spells. But yeah, I should conserve mana and use that more often. But I stopped because, yeah, as you guys both said, every time I was interrupted. So we wept five times. And mind you, this is normal raid. We always do normal first. We're a slower guild. It's fine, whatever. One of our healers, Sin, <laughs> Mr. Cynical, it's not his fault. He didn't know, but he didn't know <laughs> that we had to heal Kael'thas. So we have <laughs> healers, and one of them just straight up wasn't healing Mr. Kael'thas. So after our first wipe, I like checked the, checked like my details, and I'm like, okay, let me see, make sure everyone is healing Kael'thas a little bit. I was like, okay, so I obviously healed him. I always had renew on him, and was like using lots of single target heals on him. And then it's like, yeah, like twenty. 4% of my healing was on Kelthus's fight, and like all the other healers, was like 20%, 19%, 30%, whatever of their healing was on KT. And then I get to Cynical, and I'm like, I can't can't see any, any none of, the, he didn't target him like once with any of his heals. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I like turned to Slide, and then Slide, did, what did you do at that point? Did you like whisper Lynn? So <laughs> you may think that we're probably, me personally, and one of the most aggressive people who'd be like, you better heal this guy. But I didn't want to make Sin feel bad. So I didn't want to be like, yo, Sin. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it belies the casual nature that we were like, this thing's, <laughs> this guild is all about casual, just whatever. And at the same time, it's like, it's slowly spreading around the telephone like, Sin didn't heal him. Sin didn't heal him. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week I felt bad when, when Bear was in feral form and Bear wasn't doing his feral AOE rotation right. So I whispered him and as I was whispering him, I just felt so 
dickish. Like I was like scolding him. I wasn't. I was just saying, hey, don't forget to use this ability. And he didn't show up this week. How do you feel now? Oh, God. <laughs> it's my fault. He, he, he goes, sorry, guys. I tried. I really did. Um... But I can see when I'm not wanted. I, I was I was I was really nice about it. I was like I even lied to him. I said I didn't know how this spell worked when I first used it. I did, but I told him I didn't. And I said you have to use your other button that you spec into. It's not passive. Oh, I didn't know that. So anyway, back to sin healing. I'm really glad that you mansplained <laughs> bear tank to bear force one. And no, who's it was been it, playing since no, BC. It was feral. It was it was his feral. He was feral for the oh, first time okay. in literally yeah, okay. 14 years. <laughs> I was like, hasn't he played a bear since we were children? Yeah. In his defense, I think this was his first time not being bear spec. Also, don't forget, Aaron, Bear is our age. Never forget that. He's literally younger Ugh, than me. He has such dad energy. He really does, and I love it. But anyway, so I whispered Lynn, our raid lead, and was like, hey, Sin didn't heal Kalthos. And my favorite was even Lynn, because Lynn knows everybody. He doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Instead of whispering Sin, he just said, healers, be sure everybody is healing Kalthos. And then the next fight, <laughs> Sin still didn't heal Kalthos. So then I think after that one, then Lynn and the other tank were like, yeah, so healers, make sure to use all spells you can to heal Kalthos. And they're like, then they start going through like individual ones. They're like, to the monk, they're like, yeah, you can use Essence font. And then they're like, the druids, make sure to keep your hots on him. Paladins can use, I forget what the spell is called, but like, but like it, paladins, put your beacon on Kalthos. And then, and then I, I was watching Sin and I saw his character target Kalthos. And then he goes, I can't target him. I can't do that because it, we haven't pulled the boss yet. But basically, we got we got the gears turning that he had to put the beacon on Kalthos. And but it's just this is why I love this group because we're <laughs> so passive and we don't hurt anyone's feelings that we're just like if we just shout it real loud, maybe he'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> but on that last pull, me wild seed the pharaoh druid, I was 99th percentile on my rotation. As a healing druid, as a healing feral <laughs> druid, because I was like, fuck this. I'm going to make sure I heal this boss. So I went into wrestle affinity. I went into heart of the wild, which makes my wrestle healing do more heals. And I did almost like I did very little damage that fight. It was a zero, but it, was, it, was a, it wasn't a lot. And I healed the fuck out of Kael'thas. And when all the healers died, I'm not even kidding. Every single healer was dead. I was the last one who was healing the tanks as we killed Kel'Thas to, to make sure we cleared it. And it was the last pull of the night, and we fucking did it. And it was my measly little 600k healing that brought us through it. I'm not gonna brag, but I'm kind of gonna brag a little bit. <laughs> well, congratulations. Out of the 10 feral druids who have parsed, you are the top one of... Two of them who decided to spec in terrestrial affinity. Um, I can actually give you wildhead wildhead numbers say that three percent of all players who raid on this specific fight, three percent have picked up Resto Affinity. Because I think all their healers normally just heal Kalfas. <laughs> but I was doing it, baby. And it, it felt bad, but it also felt kind of cool that I can use my very limited utility in this way to help out. And I, I definitely I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, it was kind of my fault that we cleared it. It, it was me, baby. I helped. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I hate that fight. I'm glad that tonight we will be pulling something brand new. Yeah, it's our first brand new pull of the night. Like I'm I'm jazzed. I wonder where we will go next. I know that the other group has, in addition to the ones we've killed, killed. I believe her name is Dark Lady Inerva. Correct. And That's what I was also... going to say. I thought I thought I heard Inerva on the wind when we ended last night. Yeah, I believe they killed her, and then they almost killed Artificer. Yeah, Artificer was like I don't know, like thirteen percent almost dead when they finished. They also pull like 20 minutes past our usual rate time, which I'm like, okay, guys, there has to be rules somewhere. Fucking stuffing the ballots over here. <laughs> yeah, we got our, we, we got our seventh kill at 2 a.m. Excuse uh, me. I'm glad I wasn't in that group because I'd be like, who, is it really human over here or is it just all the sweat? <laughs> 
thinking about it though, our group is actually going to be fine because we don't have our best DPS. Mr. Ashenford, Ash, he's not even rating with us yet. He's being swamped at a warehouse right now for his work. And he is such a good death knight and a very good shaman. And he's on our rating team. And he's just off for the next like two weeks because of work. Also really good at eating eggs. How do we know this? Oh, sorry. I misspoke. Technically, that's Cheatham's good at eating eggs, who's still a death knight. So I can see the red confusion. I get it. Don't worry. How do we know their proficiency at egg consumption? Aaron, I don't, I don't know if you remember this. Cheatham used to be in the guild, and he used to talk about how much he would eat 12 boiled eggs a day. A number I have learned has doubled and almost tripled over the past two years since we've seen him. 36 boiled eggs a yep. day? How does yep. one have that much time for boiling of eggs? It's all for gains. He wants the protein. How many eggs do you need to eat before you come back? Man has never known the number of eggs I'm about to eat. <laughs> but yeah, he's another Death Knight, like Ash and Ford, our top DPSs, so it's fine. So, have you boys cleared any wings in Torghast yet? Probably not. Floor 3 is really the highest I've deigned to go right now. I capped out my Torghast last week, which was six, right? So I think that like I was six on both of them last week, but I have not pulled anything yet this week. So this week, uh, I guess as of Tuesday, I think last week I said, if you do it as Guardian Druid, it's way easier than doing it as the DPS specs. Well, they have tuned it. So now it's harder for tanks and for healers. But instead of making it like, kind of more difficult it seems they've made it really more difficult at least according to the internet who's like now i can't beat it now this whole time i've been in a torghast run just sitting at the last boss because i'm not going to do it because I, I can't focus on talking but uh i've i have completed wing seven which with my powers as guardian druid i would say it felt a little bit harder than usual but not that much harder than what i was experiencing uh layer eight I would say can be really difficult if you can't clear like the floor five boss who fucking casts Sinbolt, the eternal curator or whatever. It seems like they really increased how much health these guys have. It's taking me forever to chew through these boys' health bars. But I wouldn't say it's any more so than before. I don't know. It's hard, but not that hard. It feels kind of fitting, at least for what a tank should feel like, right? I can't really speak yet because I know that healers also have been nerfed and I have not pulled yet on immune, but I I do know that like a lot of people are complaining. That's all I know. And but but according to you, what you said, it only is slightly harder. Although you also got hit with that, as you said, that last boss that almost got you. He killed me a lot. And if it wasn't Night Elf, I couldn't just like mail and reset it. So like I feel like the ones before the swing weren't so eye level required. But now that I'm like 192 and I'm barely clearing these bosses, maybe you do need more gear to do it. And I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying how they're worried that they won't be able to clear Torghast because they don't have a certain gear threshold or because of like soloing it is hard. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. If you guys are Alliance and if you need help doing like Mythic Dungeons or honestly even a Torghast run, like I'm not afraid of running with you guys, right? Like I could tank. I mean, you could heal. Oh, are you drafting me here? Yeah, Aaron can fire mage. What? I gotta go. <laughs> it just it just seems like people on Twitter, they don't have like a crew to run with. And I'm like, if you need to, at the very least, if you need mythic gear, we can definitely help you there. But in Torghast, I, I'm not afraid of guardian tank for you. Like, I'll do my best. I'm not going to guarantee anything. I'm not going to say we're going to win because... If you get shit powers, you're fucked. Like, that's just how it goes. You have to pick the right power, and you have to get the right power to begin with. But, like, I don't know. Like, is that crazy to be, like, if you want to run Torghast or Mythics, shoot us an email. Like, it's not going to be, like, immediate, right? Like, we can't drop everything we have and do it right then and there. But we can definitely help out. For real, though, I'm one of the people who needs help. So come on and let us know, and we can all run it together. Aaron, you send can... us an email. <laughs> I will, I'm will. i drafting up one to do not relent pod at gmail.com right now. 
I responded to Frasley on Twitter. They said that they were worried that they couldn't do Torghast because of like they're only like I64, I think is what they wore, which I think for floor eight, honestly, might be a little low. Not now that I've actually experienced floor eight, I'm on the last boss just staring at him and it's getting mad during this recording. <laughs> Yeah, Ro also said he needed help, but I think Ro plays Horde. Yeah, I can't help Horde. I, I can't help Ro or Horde. But there's a lot of Horde players that Ro could reach out to. I just feel like you don't have to solo Mythics. You don't have to solo Torghast if it's, if you really don't want to. Like, oh, there's so many people that could reach out and help you. And I'm offering our services if you are really struggling. Bitch, we will put together a squad really quick. Or even if it's just me. We'll try. We'll try our best. Let's do this. And now it's time to unlock our sexiest NPC of the week. (laughs) (laughs) I want a sexiest NPC of the week that I can really get myself into. And by that, I mean, I want this sexiest NPC to be a big cavernous room. (laughs) Hold up. Uh, they ain't cavernous. They got nine special little selections for you. Twelve. <laughs> I don't remember the number. Nine it's... perfect yes! holes for you to stick things into. All you oh. need is the weekly key to unlock it. And we're talking about oh, the Great Vault. Mm, yes you keeping track at home we've had people we've had animate objects but this week is our first inanimate object sexiest npc of the week i'm not 100 percent certain it is technically an npc but it is certainly very very sexy the c is very vague but it is hot to trot if you hover over it, it does have a nameplate, I'm pretty sure, which I think can barely qualify it for an NPC. <laughs> Ooh, let me just tell you, my first time opening this, this sweet vault, I was fucking nervous. I was standing there, and I was like, I have to pop this cherry? I have to decide which spec I'm going to do it in, because the spec you choose locks it in. And so... As I pressed the button and held down this channel, it said, now loading loot for Feral. And I backed up like, whoa, is this what I want? Do I want to do it in Feral? I mean, it's very important for you to decide to think to yourself, am I really ready for this? Boy, let me tell you, did I think, am I ready for this? Because I had to Google for 10 minutes exactly what was going to happen when I opened this vault because I wasn't sure. But when I did... Oh, when I did, I felt so immediately relieved. Ooh, I was a little apprehensive at first because when I clicked open the Great Vault, it said now channeling for fire. And I said, baby, you gonna make it burn down there? And she says, shit, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I I just mean my loot specifications. Oh, I mean, I know personally I had unlocked six special slots in this vault for myself six holes all for you (laughs) Ooh, six unique holes that varying hands feet up to the wrists could go into possibly Ooh, baby let me put my cape in you real quick let's just fuck it let's just put my whole head in there Oh, let me tell you, the vault gave me a great hand. (laughs) I got gloves. (laughs) This is so dumb. I love it. And it's not afraid to play with toys, too, like trinkets. It's got trinkets. Ooh. And let me just say, this also, as you said, has trinkets, or otherwise apparently known as burloques. (laughs) Burloke. <laughs> can I get that burloke? Uh, for reference, we ran a dungeon with a man, a uh, prop paladin, who got a trinket. And then the warrior said, hey, yo, can I get that burloke? And we all went, what? What do you need? That burloke that the paladin got. And we were like, the, the trinket? Yeah, burloke, that means that in Portuguese. Oh, okay. <laughs> That was like the first time you said something not in English, though. So we were all very confused. But yeah, I guess 
trinket in Portuguese is Berloca. So if you're wondering, there's your there's your fun fact of the day. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Just like how I love the cavernous great vault, baby. Mm-hmm. Great vault. I can't wait to stick myself deep inside you come next week. Wink. Fill to the brim with goodies, your awards in the mail. And now it's time for our top two bottom boot, medium moot, immune. Kick us off, bitch. I got myself a bottom boot. Oh, no. Damn. As previously alluded to, my bottom boot this week is how awful the legendary system has been to me and I assume a lot of other holy priests who have not yet been able to clear through Daddy D because there's probably only like three or maybe four legendaries that are worth crafting for holy priest and as I have said and complained about several times on the podcast already one of them is from Denathrius that's the best one by far that I need to craft and there is one that drops from the world boss which I am convinced will not be here for another two weeks so that feels very bad that like everyone else and their mother and their brother and their five alts already have a few legendaries but I have not yet been able to craft one and at this point I'm like should I just craft one that isn't necessarily good or should I craft one for disc or shadow that like I won't be playing really for a while? I don't know. It just feels really bad. You, you wait. You are already killing it in healing. Imagine. Imagine when you walk out of that fucking steamy entrance like a pro wrestler and you have your tier three legendary that you just obtained that you've already been killing the healer charts without. That's true. At this point, like by the time I fucking get this legendary, I'll already maybe even be able to fucking craft a rank four. Is that the highest one that you can do? I think it's three, but I could be wrong. Oh, well, by the time I'm actually able to get it, they'll have added a few more ranks. It's like my Gram-Gram always said, waiting it just makes it more special. Cheers to Gram-Gram. Clink. But Aaron, what is your T-T-B-B-M-M? This week, I've got two quick top toots. Nice. Toot toot. Both of them PvP based. The first one was I was doing the big stinky tower in Maldraxxus. I was going up and Camiorg of Darkspear was coming down. She was a human frost mage. We both sort of looked at each other because it's one of those zones where like everyone can fight everyone. And we were like, what are we going to do? And she goes, there are horde upstairs. And I said, let us go. And we formed an uneasy alliance. And the two of us took out Horde and NPCs and then got our 100%. And then we met up at the top of the tower and she said, do you want to do this? And I said, sure, Cammy, you deserve it. And then she started hitting me and I immediately jumped off, floated away and turned invisible. So I'm sorry, Cammy, I, <laughs> I did not give you the, the duel that you wanted, but thanks for helping me out. I'm willing to wager a small amount of money on the fact that she belongs or is already a part to the Meldraxxus Covenant. Those people will fight literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> but my other top toot is that all of us, Tyre and Yobi included, decided to camp the fighting spot in Bastion next to the big turtle and just cause all sorts of ruckus. We were killing Horde, we were killing Alliance, no one was killing us, except for maybe like once. People were freaking out in the comms, it was a good time, and then we just walked out of there with our our balls swinging between our legs. No one even tried to stop us. I was gonna say, if you're Alliance out there, I'm sorry, but I'm not fucking sorry. The amount of times the Alliance has dumpstered one of their own on an alt... <laughs> is way too high so the humble pie deserved to be dished out to somebody else and i also got my horde slayer title from killing people though the alliance didn't count so whatever it's so good we just killed the same night elf rogue over and over and over or maybe it was different night elves i don't know i can't tell they started they did start it. But Slide, what is your TTBBMM? Well, I'm glad that you brought two top toots to balance out another bottom boo. Oh, we're at working at a net neutral. Ah, uh, I'm very upset with how conduits and soul binds work for swapping in between them. <laughs> so get this. 
I play a druid, right? And a druid has four specs. Now, I picked druid so I could dabble in all available specs to me. I, I could heal. I can tank. I can range DPS. I can melee DPS. However, you can only set your soul bind and your conduits like based on the 10 charges you have. So soul binds change with your spec. Like if I assign Lady Dreamweaver to be my guardian soul bind, then it will always stick to that. But I can't change the conduits in between the soul binds. Some conduits are good for tanking. Some are good for range GPS. Some are good for healing. I, ha I only have 10 charges allocated each week. And if you have like the day recharge or whatever, between four different specs. It doesn't make any sense that I can't just simply set up a system for all four of my specs and swap between them. The conduits should change with the soul binds if I'm changing my spec, which they currently do not. I could have on a guardian set, and then when I put it on, all those guardian conduits are still in on my feral druid, which does my feral druid no good. And I only have so many charges, so I have to choose which two and a half specs I want to play optimally. I, I could play them suboptimally, but then it's like, why? Why should I have mm -hmm. to play them at less of a fraction of their power when I could just simply slot in the correct conduits without having the charges? This system sucks, and I officially think it's garbage. Yeah, we've said this in the past that the number of like conduit changes being capped is really arbitrary and weird, and you know, it, I just don't understand it. I feel like you should just be able to change them whenever. So I basically am just going to be feral slash guardian because those who share a lot of the same conduits and a lot of the same benefits but like it, it means if i ever play Mooncan in a raid i'm gonna have to either go back and put in all of my different conduits or just hope that i already had them and just say fuck my guardian tank you know what i mean it's just it's just mm -hmm. it's not a very good system for somebody who wants to play multiple specs which i thought they were trying to get better at but they're kind of not doing that job so I don't know. It's stinky. And I did not like I was very mad about it the other day. Immune saw it. He was very upset. And I didn't understand the problem at first, but I do now. And yeah, it's pretty dumb because this is what something that they said that they wanted to change. And yeah, here we are. So I, I can't even experiment with like different specs unless I want to be automatically bad or automatically worse. So it's whatever. Or locked into a spec for like three days. Right, if they've run out of charges, which would suck. I don't know. It's stupid. So, Love and Shadowlands, honestly, this feels like it's been way stronger of a point than BFA was at this current point. I agree. There's still a whole lot to do. I am like, I still have more to do on my main. And that's not even to say like all the stuff I have to do on alts. I only have like one other max level alt, and I want to have one in each of the covenants. So, yeah. Eh. Me and the boys are trying out Guild Wars 2. Well, with that, if you have any complaints, comments, questions, anything to send to us, email us at do not relentpod at gmail.com. If you want to give us a review on Warcraft Radio, be sure to do that at do not relentpod on there. Whatever. They don't care about us. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. You can find our literary musings at Do Not Relent.LiveJournal.com. And you can send personal message applications for my EverQuest 2 guild, Crushbone Belts, the number four sale to my email gameguideguy at hotmail.org what send that shit that was a lot of everquest 2 for you i've aged myself i'm withering away like like an indiana jones villain well we'll see you guys next week if we can retrieve Aaron's body from the temple of doom and remember <sighs> another down do not relent do not relent is a podcast within the 3hnc network representing U.S. Proudmoore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.